All right. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Casual Nonsense, where my goal is to keep you entertained and little small increments at a time. Uh, but as always, thank you for listening. So please be extra awesome and share this show with one friend today. I promise you it makes all the difference and it really helps us grow. Today, I welcome Amanda to the show. She's a movie lover. She's a poet. She's a screenwriter and really just an overall cool chick. That's right. I said chick. We talk about a few less than blockbuster movies uh, that are still quite entertaining. She does have a pretty good theory on how long movies should be and what direction Hollywood is headed with these long movies. Anyway, let's get to it and let's find out more. Amanda, welcome to Casual Nonsense. Thank you so much. I don't want to pronounce your last name wrong. Uh, is it Cusack? Is it that simple? Uh, we pronounce it Cusack. Cusack, Okay. I mean, that's how my family pronounces it. It's Polish. We'll, we'll go with, we'll go with what the curious. family says. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, like I said, thanks for joining. Uh, thanks for joining the show. Just a uh, background. I kind of stalked you a little bit and uh, I, I came across your, uh, your blog, which we'll get into in a little bit, but um, yeah. you talk a lot about, <clears throat> you know, movies and you do some movie reviews and that that's really what caught my attention first. And then I started diving a little deeper and some other things that you're into uh, you know, and here we are. So that filthy habit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I do have some questions about some movies, so we're going to, we're going to, we'll get to there in a moment. Oh, are but... we going to argue? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I like <laughs> your tone suggests we may have opposing views, which is fine. I'm just mentally preparing. Well, you know, just as a, as a preview, um, I haven't seen this movie, but back in the day I was a fan of vanilla ice. Right. So, Oh, well, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, not not right. not to the point. Trust me, I will not defend this movie. Uh, so you're safe on the cool as ice. You're I'd... safe on the cool as ice. <laughs> um, but I, as a unknown unknown fact, now it'll be a fact. I actually saw him in concert wow. back in the nineties. Yeah, uh, that's incredible. I won't say I'm proud of it at the time. It was a good show, and as a, a, a cousin of mine predicted uh, once, uh, I did grow out of it. So <laughs> he came over once they when I was, right. uh, I was probably, I think I was in high school or probably like early high school ages when like this came out and my cousin was over, uh, we'll say he was babysitting like me at the time they were just hanging out yeah. and I had the vanilla ice like tape or CD or something hanging around and he, you know, he was big into like Van Halen and like, you know, good music. Okay. And then yeah. he looks, he goes, what's this crap? Oh, no. I said, no, that's, that's my jam. He's like. You'll grow out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. True to form. I, sure I enough. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you learned your lessons, right? Yeah. All right. So you are uh, you are recently married, uh, maybe what, like a year ago, less than a year ago, right? Less than a year. Yeah. November. Nice. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And Frank is his, is the bohunk. That's his name. Yes. Okay. That's his name. <laughs> yeah. So you two uh, have... Like you, you've been podcasting together. Yeah, we have off and on for a few years. Um, he has his own podcast and then, which I've been a guest on. I've been a guest on his friend's podcast and then all movie, all movie based. Oh, perfect. And then we, we started our own before the pandemic and it just hadn't quite, it hasn't quite survived the pandemic. And I know we're technically like three, three years out now from when it started, but it was a hard recovery. But I think I think we may I may convince him to get back into it. But it was um, called Show Me Yours. It's still up. We still host it. I know it's still up. You know anywhere you get podcasts. Um, 
but it's called Show Me Yours. You know, we talked about this at some point when, when I first met you, but we're both Sagittarius. Okay. And so Sagittarii, I still don't know. The, uh, <laughs> the plural sign, version. I still don't yeah. know the proper <laughs> plural for it. Um, and so we like to just try new things. Like it, it's, it's hard for us to, it's crazy that we're both writers because our tendency is to try something new and then dispose of it immediately. So <laughs> we started a podcast about it, all, just all the things that we would suggest to the other one to try. You know, okay. I was like, let's go try axe throwing. And then he'd suggest, you know, doing something like we're going and sailing in two weeks. So we're learning how to sail in two weeks. That's awesome. For the first time ever. So, yeah, we just we decided to base a podcast around it and just come up with different things that we could ask the other one to do. I mean, some were simple, like um, he taught me how to solve a Rubik's Cube. That was a whole took me a while, but I got there. Could you do it again if you I was just watching a reality show and someone asked one. They asked someone asked the question of like, would you rather go to jail for a year or solve a Rub- or go for as long as it would take you to solve a Rubik's Cube? <laughs> I may be the latter at this point. Um I'd have to go, I'd have to practice again. Cause it's like, it's all algorithms. I don't know if you know this. Um, I don't know how to do it, but I did, I saw some article actually not like, it's weird that you say that. Cause it was probably about a week ago. It, it came up in one of my social oh, feeds really? and it was a, I don't know if it was a video or something, but it was like how to solve Rubik's cube in like 30 turns or something. Mm-hmm. And it was like up, like two up, one left, one right. Like, yeah, it's, and you can start in any, it can start in any mix. But if you follow this, the exact yeah, pattern, counts, right? Yeah, yeah, the pattern you can solve it, and so it's really like more like memorization, and some are more difficult than others. And there's like, I don't know, maybe a from what I remember, like a depending on your start, a couple different ways you can get there. But ultimately, it's a lot of the similar movements. I see, and it's like, actually, that's a horrible way of explaining. It. <laughs> it's like different scenarios call for a different method and you just memorize all the different methods, kind of like chess, okay. you know, like you memorize, you like there's certain openings and there's certain, certain setups and you just memorize what's good for the, that setup. I see. So for a while I had it in my purse and was like practicing. I have pictures of me on the beach, like trying to do it. So, but you've done it once and haven't gone back to it. So that'll be something that you can, uh, yes. Once I did it again, I, I, discarded it as soon as I saw it and did not pick it up as a hobby. <laughs> I got a, I got a friend of mine, uh, Pete, shout out Pete. He's a Rubik's cube expert. So maybe I can get him to show me some tips. You yeah. should. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you should. And he can probably explain it a lot better than I can. Yeah. He, he sees <laughs> things in slow motion, like, like all rain men do, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's pretty cool. So, uh, so yeah, you have to let me know when uh, that podcast starts back up. Um, I'd like to, it, yeah. I think, I think it's a great concept because, you know, you have like, it's different every time, you know, and I can appreciate that because I, you know, for me, I talk to someone different every show, you know, essentially. So, you know, so being able to, you know, if you're doing axe throwing, for example, like if you did a show on that, yeah, we went for the first time, uh, over maybe six months ago and it's a lot of fun, you it's know, so but fun. you it's talk so about fun. it and then like, how come, what's I don't get is everywhere there's axe throwing, there's always drinking involved. And I just, that, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem safe, but, but it was fun. They have you sign that waiver and they're like, listen, you chop off your toes. Yeah. It's on you. It's on you. That's it. Here's a beer. Here's your ax. Good luck to you. <laughs> yep. There's something really wrong with that, but we'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. So, oh uh, yeah. So hopefully we'll see some new episodes out. And you said, uh, yeah, yeah. So Frank has a, he has a podcast too. I actually listened to his a little bit this week. Uh, he has an episode about the Patriot. 
And um, yeah. I don't know if I think it was an older episode. I'm not really sure which one. Like I don't, I didn't go in any chronological order, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm a big fan of the Patriot movie. So I was listening to his take on that. So we'll save that for another day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. You can have him on and he can go on his uh, Patriot diatribe. I'm sure he'd love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He made me watch, but he was watching it. It's actually interesting because in our house, he has the podca- movie podcast and then I'm writing about movies for my newsletter. And so we're comp- not competing, but a-, a little bit competing for each other's time of like, I have to watch this movie for my thing. And it's like, well, I have to watch this movie for my thing. So we watch a lot of movies Good. together, but Patriot was one I was dipping in and out of. I see. So you've never seen it as all. As I okay. puttered. Well, I mean, I, I've seen it all as whenever it came out as a child. Um, my mom was big into historical movie, like anything historical. Sure, sure. I've seen. Plus, you get Mel Gibson. Um, you get Mel Gibson in his prime in there too. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, before the and uh, you know Heath Ledger before he was really a uh, star, yeah. and that kid from Everwood is in it, right? There's a couple. Yeah, an overall like a great movie. I, actually, as you say, Heath Ledger, I was like, I don't know how I forgot about him, but yeah, he he was awesome. Yeah. A lot of people die in that. <laughs> now that we've brought the mood down, but <laughs> no, just kidding. I, I mean, that was the Revolutionary War. We won that one. So yeah. <laughs> so let's uh, let's roll into your your blog, right? So it's called Ninety Minute Movie Blog. Uh, the Ninety Minute Movie. Yeah. The Ninety Minute Movie. Okay. So yeah. you 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 explain it instead of me trying to figure it out. You tell me. Yeah, I mean, it was born out of my hatred for long movies. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I I I feel that ninety minutes is like the ideal perfect movie runtime, and so and I talk I talked about it a lot, and eventually a friend of mine was like, just just write about your feelings, and I was just like, get okay. on the soapbox and let it rip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got on the Substack, um, which is a platform that I've wanted to get on for a long time, but I never really knew what my angle would be. And for those that don't know, Substack is a newsletter. It's a newsletter platform. Um, but it it's writer focused, writer facing, and so a lot of former bloggers, a lot of former journalists, all have Substacks now because they feel they get paid better for writing the content they want to write than working for a newspaper or working for a news outlet. So it's hmm. it's they actually just recently got in trouble with Elon because they started like a Twitter like uh, moment. This was bef- this was before. This was before Instagram did threads, but okay. they had their own version of like a Twitter feed and they got in lots of uh, trouble. Oh, with really? Elon. But hmm. yeah. <laughs> but anyway. So they tried making their own version of Twitter or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. See. Within within Substack. OK. Yeah. Uh, it's called Notes. Notes. Um, I clearly use it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so but it's a great it's a great platform for writers. And so I started my newsletter there. And yeah, it's just I I write about a different 90 minute movie every week and it can be any genre it can be from any decade it just has to fall my parameters are 90 uh less than 90 minutes to 110 minutes it can't okay. go past 110 minutes i'll rule that movie out automatically i try to stay close to 90 some people feel really strongly about the 110 minute mark i've gotten a lot of suggestions about why it should be 105 um, but to me, I feel like 110 is okay. And I try not to write about 110 ones very often. So, sure. um, so yeah, and it, and it's some of my posts, most of my posts, you know, I, I, I talk about 
because I write scripts, I, I am obsessed with this runtime about how to be efficient when you're writing, how to be efficient when you're telling a story, how to be efficient with your characters and your plot. And so I'm really obsessed with the 90 minute runtime as, as, as part of that of like, okay, how do we, how do we do it? Or how do we fail at it? Like, movies that fail at telling a proper story in 90 minutes. Um, and then sometimes I just write about really great movies that I love that fall into that runtime and I just talk about how great they are. Other times I watch something horrible and I try, I always try to find something positive if I can in the bad ones too. <laughs> uh, I just wrote about Mannequin. <laughs> I had never that. seen it before. Okay. And I had I had avoided it, but Barbie was coming out and I was like, okay, let's, you know, other get, get doll women coming yeah. to life <laughs> and i watched mannequin and it was so bad yeah um uh, but it had it had some elements that were successful that was so i think I what is that 88 maybe 89 in that range um, like the year yeah not i the should minutes. know because i just wrote about it but yeah it's in that it range. might even be earlier than that yeah yeah because the dude in that andrew mccarthy yeah andrew mccarthy yeah he was in like weekend at bernie's I think he was in a, I think he was in a couple things. Yeah, he was in uh, like Saint Elmo's Fire. I think I think that was him in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like it was in yeah, that. Yes, yeah, so part that of was, the Brat Pack. The Brat Pack. Yeah. So yeah, definitely yeah. mid eighties. I think when that came out, and then they yeah. had the uh, audacity to make a Mannequin Two. Just <laughs> I, <love you. laughs> I saw, and I was like, I feel that, that is something I cannot. I also not only do I not like long run times, I don't like sequels, so I definitely won't be dipping in there. So you're like hating this era of movies then, because everything is long and everything's a sequel or a remake. <laughs> I know, and I've seen most of the Marvel movies, and it feels like against my will. But my friend group and and my husband subsequently they make they like go we go as a group, and so you gotta, yeah, of course, a lot of them. You know what though? Um, uh, on the on the Marvel kick since Endgame, I, I don't know if I have like Marvel burnout or just the movies I think it's just. Burnout. Are, I think it might be like I just things just aren't good. I, I'm watching things through a different lens mm-hmm. now, and I'm like, come on, like what are we what are we doing here? You know, like I know yeah. like I know they're burning like Robert Downey Jr. to death and, and Chris Evans and you know like, but let's be honest, like these guys were awesome. They were awesome at their characters. Like you don't have to kill them off. Like. Give another 10 years because I'll, I'll watch 17 Iron Man movies. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> like rather than give me like take Moon Knight and stick that somewhere else, you know. But yeah, it's it's gotten a little it's just just like a little too much for me. And it's getting too it's getting too big. And that's hard. and I, I, something else I was thinking of. I was like some of these movies like I feel like earlier in the whole Marvel thing, you could go see a one off and you'd get it. Like you kind of would get it. It was a good like, standalone. Maybe you'd, yeah. Yeah, you might miss out on stuff. Now I feel like you can't quite do that always. You're like, don't, there's too many characters. There's too much going on. It's a little like, I'm like, if I came into this now, I feel I'd be lost <laughs> about the appeal of it, you know? Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, the part of the appeal of the first, let's say the first five or six years of these like movies, and I know we're going on a Marvel tangent, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> the first handful of them, what I loved about it was you'd watch like, Thor or Captain America and they had all these um, end credit scenes that kind of like just a little Easter egg, a little tidbit to what's coming next. And it got you excited for the next movie, you know, and then they, I don't want to say they ruined it by having the, the two mm. Avenger finales because you got 40 different characters all being awesome together, yeah. which, which was great for a fan. Like you watch it, you're like, Oh man, like this is dope. But 
Yeah, but now what do you do? Now you're going to do that? I was going to say and, not to be like disgusting, but they shot their wad and then you're like, okay. No, totally. No, they totally did. <laughs> you're going to keep going? Yeah. It's 100% true though. Um, you know, that's their their jump the shark moment, if you will. You know what I mean? If yeah. you're familiar with the term, right? Yeah. You know, but then you go, Once. you roll into that and you bring, I don't know, like you had an opportunity, I think, when, uh, and I've said this to, you know, some friends, but when, when you came out with Doctor Strange 2, you had an opportunity to to do something awesome. And it was, mm-hmm. you know, it was a decent movie. You got him, you got Scarlet Witch in there. Like, that's fine. It was good for that, right? But you had a chance at that point because when that came out, uh, Marvel had just acquired, like, X-Men. Right. You have this, the premise, if you remember, was this girl had, like was making these portals. And you could, you're trying to tell me you couldn't have some background Easter eggs like, oh, look, there goes Wolverine. Oh, is that Cyclops? Right. Or, you know, so whatever. Anything. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Give, me, give me a 30-second whatever and then move on. That's all I need. Right. Yeah. You know? Just to like keep the thread going. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They've lost us on the thread, I think. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, on the same line of like when we talk about remakes, like just just say no. Like just let's just stop. You know what I mean? Can we just it's stop t- remaking so, movies? It's awful. I'm so over it. I'm like so beyond over it. But the disappointment for me started when they remade Point Break, right? Like you're taking, mm. you know, and that was probably 10 years ago now, I think when that came yeah. out, but that was kind of the beginning yeah. of the end for me. Cause I was like, okay, you've taken this movie, which probably deserved a sequel anyway, but right. like, you don't have to make a, like call it something different, you know, cause you don't have sways, you know, rest in peace sways. And you take Keanu mm-hmm. Reeves, who's just at that point, like pretty, pretty decent star. If not, I wouldn't say more than the John Wickie is now, but either way, yeah. still, still great. And it's like, come on, like you, you had a great movie. I know it, it's there's some things that just don't need a re like you just don't need to touch it again, like just yeah leave it alone. This that's how I felt like they came out with a new haunted mansion movie and I was like why right and then I said to someone I was like didn't they just do this and they're like well that was like twenty years ago and that was kind of, that threw me because I was like <laughs> what do you like, mean yeah <laughs> I'm not that old don't okay tell me that. <laughs> yeah that's troubling. But aside from that, yeah, I'm just like, what, do we need that? Do we need another Haunted Mansion movie? N- no, in my opinion. Yeah, the answer is no, is, is correct. You know, like, it's just, we didn't even need the first one, to be honest, so. <laughs> Wasn't, was Eddie Murphy in the first one? Yeah. Was that with him, or was that, yeah, I think it was him, right? Yeah, it was Eddie Murphy, and I, I saw it, and maybe it's fine. I have no recollection. Like I don't remember. No, well, that's what I'm saying. It's, so it's not a memorable I spot. It's probably like it's, not. Yeah. Yeah, it's forgettable. You know. And it's like my favorite ride at Disney. So, I still they still couldn't get me. <laughs> nice. They peaked at Pirates of the Caribbean for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So listen. So when you do your 90 minute movies, like I was look, I was trying to Google this a little bit today, and I was like, all right, I was googling 90 minute movies to see. So my so it it started the question like, where do you find your movies are you just you know hey if it's on netflix it's going to, i'm watching it or are you you go out and find like some specific you're looking for like how do you determine which movie you want to either love or trash or whatever yeah so some some are just old favorites of mine like the first post i ever did was weekend at bernie's which is one of my all-time favorite movies <laughs> of course um yeah andrew mccarthy and, you know big fan right <laughs> yeah exactly big andrew mccarthy fan um so, yeah, some of them are just movies that I love and I want to write about. And I'll be like, oh, I want to write about this movie. And I'll just see what the runtime is and see if I if I can do it. Like, that's – I wrote about Days and Confused last month, I think. And it never – what's another one of my favorites. It never occurred to me that it fell in my window. I just happened to think of it and look it up. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. 
ready to roll. Yeah. Others are suggestions. I mean, Cool as Ice, the Vanilla Ice movie, was a suggestion from a friend. He <laughs> sent me the DVD in the mail. Wow. And like the one I'm writing right now is about Piranha, which is a 1980s horror monster flick. Um, yep. And that's yep. because Frank, my husband, bought it on 4K. And I was like, okay, cool. So it comes to me from all... Um, <laughs> all different places. Sometimes, yeah, I'll be on Netflix and I'll kind of see what's new, what's on there. I, I tend to stay away from new releases. I don't cover a lot of new releases. Well, because they're not 90 not, minutes I, anymore. So you, I mean, nothing you know. in the theater is 90 minutes. You can get some-ish on like Netflix, Lulu, but they're just not like fun to write about because they're kind of bland. So, um, but yeah, they come, the they come from all of, over. Uh, straight to video. Yeah. Right. Like that would I to me, that's like Hulu or Apple TV or, you know, some of them are good. Exactly. I've yeah. I've seen a good a few good. Not everything's bad, but it, it just doesn't appeal to me to write about as much. Yeah. But yeah, they come from all over. I try to stick away. I stick away. Stay away from stick away. <laughs> Googling, Googling because you tend to get the same ones over and over again. So we were saying how, you know, basically 90 minute movies now going straight to like a streaming service oh, yeah. is, is essentially mm-hmm. like straight to video back in the day. You know, it doesn't make right. it to the theater because it's not enough money, right. you know? And yeah. And just like that summer hit summer mess, yeah. which is fine. But yeah, I, I just writing about new ones. I, there's some new ones I think I've probably written about, but I, I just don't have a tendency to lean in, in that direction. I don't, I, it might just be my personality to be honest with you. I don't have a good answer, but I try to stay away from Googling. And like you tend to get the same ones over and over again when you Google. And so I really want to dig deeper and find some weird ones. My question for you would be like when I was asking you where you find movies, like I was thinking that maybe you would try to if you chase like certain actors, you know, so if you're like, Mm. here's here's a genre of actors that, you know, for better or worse, like I I saw that you had a post about uh, some Nicolas Cage movies. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think you, you even said it in there like he's. I don't want to say he's either hit or miss because he's got a lot of mid-range things, but but overall, if you ask me if I like Nicolas Cage, I say no. I love Nicolas Cage. Like I'll watch anything he's in until yeah. you're watching one that's crappy and you're like, oh, this is tough to watch, you know. But but <laughs> yeah. my memory of him is more good movies than bad movies. Like he just there's enough movies I've seen, you know, like National Treasure. I was a big fan of that movie. I think, and I just I liked his character in that. I just like how he delivers her stuff you know what I mean well yeah and he really was like a star he was a star when anything could it felt like anything could be made yeah you know like now to our point earlier everything's a sequel a reboot or even like with Barbie it's existing IP and yes it's an original script but it's existing IP so even that feels like a little recycled yeah um and don't get me wrong, I enjoyed the movie, but it's still recycled <laughs> in some way. So, you know, he he was really a star when, like, anything could be made. Like, I think I said this in my post I wrote about Snake Eyes, where you're like, yeah. you could just never get Snake Eyes today. Or these movies that are just about these little microcosms, these little stories about... Was Snake Eyes like a- about, like, the underground, like... Like, was he, like, looking for someone's daughter or something? Like, were they drugged or something? Is that that movie? Snake Eyes is, he's like a, he's a detective in Atlantic City. And it all takes place during uh, a boxing match. Okay, different. I'm thinking of a different movie then. Okay. It is so good. I highly recommend Snake Eyes. It's one of my favorite Cage movies. I know I've seen it because I I can't imagine a movie that I missed with him. But I'm going to put it on my list here. 
I'm writing it down as we speak. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, he's like really at his uh, Nick ultimate Nick Cagey-ness yeah. in it. Nice. He's like doing cocaine and, you know, he's a bit a bit off the rails. But the director is um, Brian De Palma. Okay. Who directed Scarface and he directed um, Carrie and famously Mission to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's fair. got a weird, he's got a weird uh, list of films he's made, but his, his style of filmmaking really lends itself to just Nick Cage's energy. So it's a, I think it's a great movie. Perfect. I liked yeah. him in uh, like, this is one of his earlier ones. I think it was at honeymoon in Vegas when he's in there with the, uh, not the one with James Caan and, and Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, yeah. I think that's what yes. it's called. But yes. That was like yeah, goofy Nick Cage, you know, doing his thing. And yeah. Mm-hmm. But all right. So you don't necessarily follow the actor around. You just kind of grab what you grab and, and go from there. And then hopefully you get lucky. Yeah. And like, I, I, you know, I just pulled up my like list of what I've written about because I do, I have noticed before in the past that some things follow like a, there's like a natural progression sometimes of like oh I watched this movie and it made me think of this movie and then it made me think of this movie so sometimes you see that happening but then other times it's like very can be a little bit more random and you're like what that's what that's what Hulu does or Amazon yeah where they're like you liked this one do you (laughs) like this one I tell you what I absolutely love that feature because I'll sit here on a weekend sometimes and I'm like I'll put something on in the background and no joke, I'm not saying this because it's on your list, but I want to say it was less than a month ago. I watched Over the Top, and I was like, oh, oh, I haven't seen this movie in forever. So I put it on, and total cheese fest, right? You're like, okay, like, I don't understand half. my top post. <laughs> right, it's so funny. <laughs> but when I'm done with it, you're like, oh, what else is on? And it's just a collection of like 80s and 90s, like maybe some more Stallone, and I'm like, I'm just down a rabbit hole. So I end up, see it like because you're in the mood for that. So yeah. it knows. And then you just like keep going. Yep. I love AI. AI rocks. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what yeah, to do and like, where to go. Give me more. Yep, I'm in. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Over the top is so fun. Um, I had never seen it before I wrote about it. And uh, man, that's a film. <laughs> well, we used to um, like back in the day, that was the move. Like when you have your hat on and I'm like, I'm going to turn this backwards and it's like flipping a switch, you know? So that, that was our whole thing, you know, like we didn't arm wrestle, but whatever we were doing, like hats on backwards, time to get serious. So brilliant. See, now that's yeah. a movie I would allow a remake of just to have more arm wrestling films. I'm into that. Do you think there's a lot of arm wrestling underground that, uh, that we think it's just not, I think I actually, you know, I think I actually looked it up when I was writing to be like, do people do this? Right. Is this real? Um, it's like, what, what would make somebody want to, like, like when you sit down and you're like, I'm writing a movie. Oh, I'm writing about arm wrestling. This is, this hasn't been done before. <laughs> you, you know what? This just, you've just accessed a memory in my brain I forgot about that I could have mentioned in my post. I've been to an arm wrestling competition. Really? In Albany, New York, I completely forgot about this. I cannot. Was this believe- against your will, or did you go there on purpose? Um, <laughs> to Albany or to the arm wrestling? <laughs> you know what? You choose. <laughs> so I had a friend. A friend from I went to school in Iowa. I went to the university University of Iowa, and I had a friend from Iowa who was like, "I have a work conference in Albany, and that's close to New York. You should come up." So me and my other friend, who we both live here now in the city. We were like, yeah, we'll go up. So we drove up to Albany for the weekend so that we could see her. So he and I rented a car. We drove up so the three of us could all hang out. And Albany, there's not 
a, a whole heck of a lot to do. So we were just like wandering the streets of Albany smoking weed and <laughs> wandering. And we walked by a bar and we looked in and we were like, it's like a big crowd for what we've seen. Yeah, what's so going like, on in there? In. I'm curious. So we walked in and there was an arm wrestling competition going on in this bar. And so we just sat and watched it for like an hour and had some drinks and watched this arm wrestling competition. You know what? I could see, I could see that happening just out of sh- like, like that's something like that's what goes on your podcast. Like, what did you do this weekend? Oh, let me <laughs> tell you what I did this weekend. You know, you walk in there, man, that's cool. I've seen some, yeah, interesting stuff um, by just walking into places. Um, Were they representing the uh, the trucker division or is this the New York division? <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, that yeah, I mean, I wish it, man, I wish it was the trucker division. Um, but yeah, I was just like, I can't believe, I just can't believe you accessed that memory because it wasn't that long ago, but I mean, we were. Well, you know what? We you're welcome. You're welcome for that smoking, thought back so. in your brain. You know, <laughs> <laughs> now you can't sleep for three days until you fully get that out. <laughs> that is crazy. I'm going to text them after this and be like, remember that arm wrestling competition? They'll love it. So tell me, um, what's the, we, we may have already answered this by talking about Vanilla Ice, but what's the worst movie <laughs> that you've had to endure for 90 or so minutes? Oh, for the Substack specifically? Yeah, maybe oh. Mannequin, oh. Cool as Ice. I don't know. I think Mannequin, I think Mannequin, um, I'm like looking at my list now because like that's a hard one. I think Mannequin, oh, um, <laughs> Jack Frost. Jack Frost with Michael Keaton? With Michael Keaton is up there. Mm. But I I think Mannequin has to take, is going to take that cake. I think the, 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 the tiebreaker is going to be Michael Keaton. It's got to be, right? Yeah. You know, the movie yeah. could suck, but at least Michael Keaton is probably still pretty good. Yeah, and there was something enjoyable about it, about how silly it was that was fun. Mm. So I still had a great time watching it. Mannequin was like hard. I guess I enjoyed it to a degree because it was so silly. But you know what I mean? Like Jack Frost is like funny to watch. Mannequin was just sort of painful. Well, they had the, uh, they were trying to form a stereotype in the 80s of like that, like the black gay friend. You know what I mean? That was kind of hanging around all the time and i don't know like they i think they used they had that stereotype in a handful of other movies mm-hmm. in that time frame uh but just overall you're right like just the premise you know could you imagine run down the street and you see a dude with a mannequin on the back of his motorcycle like i know <laughs> i'm sure it's happened i mean you live in new york you probably see it that was actually the positive i focused on my in my post was that character the black gay character um because really he's a very early, it's very early. I think that movie's like 84, honestly. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Look. Yeah. But um, he, he has a romantic relationship. He talks about his romantic relationship. He talks about his sex life. And then um, Andrew McCarthy's character like defends him and call, you know, calls out other people who are not, are not being kind to him or being a bit um, mm. aggressive towards him. And he protects him. And that certainly feels like a little bit, advanced for that time period and so um i found that really interesting and that was the positive i focused on really in my post where i was like it's interesting that the movie is very bizarre and a bit archaic in a lot of ways and then they have this bright spot of like having a gay character that they're they're 
treating like a fully formed person and not this just the stereotype. So it's very interesting cool. in that way. All so. right. Well, yeah. I can safely say that uh, I'm not going to go back and watch Mannequin, so I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's 90 minutes of my life that I, uh, I want to keep. Now, are you going to go back and watch Cool, of Ice, cool as Ice because I found positives there too? I don't know that I've ever seen Cool as Ice, uh, uh, just just to be fair. I uh, I think I peaked on, uh, you know, Ice Ice Baby. So Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. And maybe Ninja Turtles or? Uh, yeah, you know what? That's why he was in that. You know what he was in recently, more recently, not, you know, he was in an Adam Sandler movie. Um, that's My Boy. Have you seen that? I ha- I have not, but I actually heard he was in that. Yeah. So the movie itself is, if you like Adam Sandler anyway, it's got him and uh Andy Samberg. So the movie itself is uh it's it's a ride. Like so I'm from the Boston area, right? So and that takes it's like that's where they're from. So Sandler has like they have this like uh over overly done Boston accent. Like it's I think on purpose. Okay, right. Yeah. So yeah. but I'm a big Sandler fan anyway. So like, you know, again, not all his stuff is gold, but even the good ones, it's like pizza, right? Even if it's bad, it's it's still pretty good. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I um I've seen almost all Adam Sandler movies, and I can usually watch them all. I had to turn off Hubie Halloween. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one. I think I skipped that one. I got like ten minutes in, and I had to turn it off. You're done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I couldn't do it, but I did write about Happy Gilmore, which is probably his greatest. Well, who, yeah, who doesn't love? Greatest. Yeah. So I just yeah. watched Mr. Deeds the other day, actually. How was that? Does that hold up? I haven't seen it since it came out. Um. You know, my favorite character in that is actually uh, – I, I, mean, I, I always get his last name wrong, but John Tudoro, like the butler. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, he's so um, great. I love his character in that movie. So um, I actually didn't like Winona Ryder in that movie. Like I was more annoyed with her, which yeah. that was the thing because I like her generally speaking. But this one – like I know it's the character that she was playing, right? But yeah. I was just like, oh, like you're an idiot. Like, <laughs> you know, but well, see, that can be, yeah, that's hard. That's hard when you can't get behind a lead. Yeah. It's going to make it hard to enjoy the movie for sure. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, switch gears a little bit. Right. Sure. Um, so, you know, you were talking uh, before about you had written a screenplay. Can you talk about what that was about? Like, is that something that you're still trying to like, what's going on with that? You tell me. Yeah. So I co-wrote it with my husband, with Frank. It's a, it's a horror movie. It's a monster movie. Okay. Um, we wrote it. We wrote it before the pandemic. We sold the rights during the pandemic. The rights have since been reverted to us, which is super common. So nobody feel bad. Did you me. get to keep the money? Yeah. So you get paid. You get paid a percentage up front, and that's yours to keep. Okay. If it gets made, you get paid the remaining percentage. That's how our we're not in the writers guild, so that's how our contract was set up. But I, I think that's standard. God, someone's going to listen to this and be like, you got haggled, but it's fine. That was our first script. And I did talk to a lawyer who was like, get a better deal. And I was like, no, it's fine. So (laughs) (laughs) cash in hand, I'll take it. Right. Yeah. So we got, we got paid and then, and then the rights reverted back to us after a couple of years and it didn't get made. So now we're shopping it. We're shopping it again. Um, it, we also send it out to competition. We've re been like sending it out to competitions again. It won, the Big Apple Film Fest in 20, right after we wrote it, 2019. So it, how does it win an award when it's not a movie yet? Like it's just. It was a screenplay. Yeah, it was a screenplay. So the Big Apple Fest has like a screenplay awards section. So it won for horror, the horror screenplay category. Okay. Okay. Um, and those awards are great because then you can start 
kind of putting them on the script and then they're people are more apt to read it or look at it because it's it's got yeah, been the stamp award. assessed yeah yeah did you so create we, like your own monsters in there like you're not just like yeah. oh and this is dracula showed up guys like like you're creating your own yeah. fantasy world yeah or whatever. it's an yeah it's an original monster it takes place at sea on a container ship okay and it's an original monster it's kind of like uh it started it started with our interest in like sirens um but it's not yeah. it's not really a siren like you'd have to kind of dig into but it but the motivation well, starts from there and you yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 that's cool yeah so how long did it take you guys to write that like approximately that one probably a year to be honest okay. with you. we both work day jobs and have social life like you know yeah, there's, you just, there's only so much time in the day to write yeah. but i think it took us like a year um and we have others that are like in various stages of incompleteness oh cool okay <laughs> we need to finish uh, like are you sticking with the horror genre for the other ones too or are you mixing it up a little bit one's a little bit more like action adventure but has horror elements to it one is purely is like a we love a disaster movie. So one's a disaster Who doesn't? movie. <laughs> like, I mean, it's such a good yeah. little genre. Um, so one's a disaster movie. And then he's writing whole, you see what I told, I told you about our personalities of like dabbling. Yeah, yeah. This is where you get into trouble. Cause then you don't finish anything, but you have like a million things started. Yeah. Um, he's writing a couple others of his own. And then I've been writing one of my own too. That is like completely different and a little bit more like, be a little bit more like an indie film where people are like walking around talking. Okay. So it. on a side note too, <laughs> Bill Nye, the science guy has a, like a little documentary or it's kind of like a mockumentary <clears throat> about mm-hmm. disaster movies. And he like, Oh really? Yeah. He, I was watching the that first episode. Great. I think it's on Hulu. Like just, you can Google it and figure it out. Okay. But it's like, uh, he just kind of defuncts like the disaster movies and why they couldn't actually happen, you know? So you know, he's the fir- that is the first one's about like hurricanes, and he's like, "Oh, this is what's going on," and it's <laughs> and it's uh it's it's built it's built nice thing, and he's actually pretty funny, but it also has uh, Seth MacFarlane in there too. Um, okay, so he I don't know if he was helping produce it or whatever, but yeah, you know, uh, Seth MacFarlane he's a he's funny in his own right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds fun, but maybe yeah. disappointing for me because I just love. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite disaster movie? Um, I'm still a fan of um, the day after tomorrow. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I, I love Dennis Quaid. Well, Roland Emmerich. I got you. Yep, That's yep. him, right? I, yeah. Um, I love Dennis Quaid and uh, what's his face? Um, Jake Jigginhall was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, I just, I could watch that one every time it's on, I think, just because I just, you know, I dig the cast that's in there and, you know, yeah. I, I don't want to say it's more believable, but it's like, you know, I think it was well done. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So Fun. I think okay. coming in a close second would probably be something like Armageddon. Like that's a good solid movie. Oh man, Armageddon! I know it's one of my wife's favorites. So you know, by default, it becomes one of mine as well. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Know, <laughs> I mean, it's Bruce Willis at uh, is really at his, at his best. You know what I mean? So, yeah, his peak. Yeah, totally. I would agree. Totally. That's a great cast too. Yeah. Um, we quote that one all cast. the time, actually. Uh, more, I think we more we quote Michael Clark Duncan because he's he's awesome. Yeah, he's so <laughs> but, great. Bear. Yeah, exactly. Bear. Yeah, um, so good. That's cool. All right, so you got so you got that written. You got a bunch of things like in the works. Um, I did notice on your page too that you have a, a poetry book on Amazon. Like mm-hmm. that's something. Uh, how how does that go? Like is that again dab- dabbling? Just everywhere, um, right? 
Yeah. So I wrote that also in 2019 was a very prolific year for me. And then the pandemic like turned me back into a blob. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote that book. I self-published it. It's on Amazon. It's called Night Bodies. And I've always, poetry is the first thing I ever wrote creatively. Like I, ha- I still have my poetry journal from when I was like seven. Um, it was the first thing I ever Roses are wanted red, to write. Roses are red, blue. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the sun is bright and yellow, and I love the way it looks. Um, but I was also very obsessed with Emily Dickinson at seven years old. So there's some about like birds and killing worms and stuff in there. Is that your background? Is there a background like journalism or creative writing or anything? I or? yeah, I studied I studied English and creative writing at the University of Iowa, and I studied okay. um, I double majored. I studied in uh, communication studies as well. Um, so yeah, I've always just kind of written poetry as for something for fun. And then I finally was like, I gotta just do something with all these poems, like submitting to literary mag magazines is a head is so exhausting. It's a long process. And I was just getting like annoyed with it. So I'm like, I'll just put a book out. Um, so it's still, you know, I still (laughs) get a residual check every month (laughs) for like the two I sell every month. And, um, Make my five dollars every month. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I found the link on Amazon, so I'll what I'll do is I'm actually going to put that in the show notes. So if anyone wants to check it out, they can. Uh, oh, that would be great. You know, you know, hey, maybe maybe I can help you sell one, and you can make yeah make your two fifty and they, yes, think of me you. while you're talking about arm wrestling. Yeah, yes, <laughs> and I'm I'm working on a I've been working on a second one, so hopefully I'll get that one out too. Okay, um, which will be. Which will be nice to have too. I think that feels legitimate. That's awesome. <laughs> so you got potentially podcast coming back in the play if you and Frank can get your act together. So we might see that at some yeah. point soon, right? Um, yeah. We got the. How often are you posting on the ninety-minute movie? Is that once a week? Yeah, every Friday at eight a.m. Oh, like at, at okay. You got the time. Well, I, I sometimes <laughs> I switch it up into like eight oh three, so it hits people's inboxes at like a different time. There you go. But yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I was wondering um, like what Substack was, so I'm glad you were able to explain that because I was like, was that something that I thought it was just like, well, did you not want to like just buy your URL for the website or like – so Substack is actually a community that's it, that yeah. stores it. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, okay. and they have a whole lot of like com- – the community is the right word for a lot of – whole lot of elements and support for writers and you know they um, will push stuff out to people who are reading like – things like yours so you'll get pushed to new readers and stuff like that okay yeah now uh is there a title for the screenplay did you give it a name or are you gonna let that like can you say that i don't wanna yeah yeah it's called harvest okay it's set at thanksgiving so okay thanksgiving on a on a shipping boat container ship at sea Mm -hmm. okay sounds like i don't ever want to be there (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah cool well uh any any last minute thoughts? Any uh, any shout outs? You want to say hi to anybody? You know, hi mom, that kind of thing. Or oh, um, <laughs> I'm sure she'll. She reads all my Substacks, and she's actually my unofficial editor because when you're writing for yourself, you can't catch everything. So she'll no. read my posts and then send me typos via text message. So thanks to my editor, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> like you look good, honey, but uh, you, you made these edits. And every these. time she apologizes, she's like, I loved the post. It was so great. Um, but do you think maybe there should be a comma here? <laughs> Is she like an English teacher or something? Or is she just, just a smart lady? No, she's just smart. Yeah. She's just always been really like, well, 
like eloquent, well spoken, and a strong writer. So oh, that's I awesome. Yes, I get it from somewhere. So yeah, yeah, that's cool though. Yeah. You get it's something in common though. That's awesome. You get a bond. Yeah. Well, so what I'll do is I'm going to put like you know what we talked about. We'll go in the in the episode notes. We'll put the links where to find you. We'll get people to uh, to check out your your blog newsletter. Substack page. Amazing. Uh, yep. So hopefully we'll do that. And then, I mean, the book, of course, too, right? Let's get that. Let's get that 250. Yeah, the book. I know? need that 250. <laughs> that's half a coffee now. That's, yeah. If, is it even <laughs> half? Like, that's like a small, yeah. Got to pay for living in New York. You know, you got to make those ends yeah. meet, right? Yeah. Um, but that's, that's awesome. Amanda, I, I'm a, I appreciate you coming on. Um, I enjoyed reading uh, the articles on the movies that I liked or didn't like through there. So, you know, Days and Confused is one of my favorites. I, I was just, I don't know about Cool as Ice. I'm gonna, I'm probably going to say no. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch that. But um, I'm going <laughs> to find some movies that, uh, some 90-minute movies, and I'm going to send you some. And I'm going to see if you can, you can add them to your queue and just say, Ugh. Yes. You know. I love suggestions. Okay. So please send. Good. Good. Yeah. I got this thing for, um, and kind of off topic, but kind of on the same. You can't see it in the picture here, but uh, my son got me this poster for Christmas, and it's like the top 100 movies. So it's a scratch off, right? So it's like a big scratch I have ticket. That. Do you really? Yeah. Is it from um, Raccoon Society? I know someone gave it to me for Christmas. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, that's what I got it. So I haven't scratched any off yet, but I keep a list of the ones that I've watched. Like there's a lot of older movies, but then there's some newer ones. So yeah. But it's uh it's exciting. So when I have people come here to record locally, that's usually like a piece. Like, oh, what's this? What are, what are we talking about? Oh, what's the it's, like? Yeah, it's a good conversation piece. And a couple of people have they're like, hey, when can I come back and we do a movie? I'm like, pick a movie. Like, let's let's do it. I'll we'll do an episode yeah, that's on that. Awesome. So yeah, um, that's why I love. That's when I said from the beginning. Like, that's what caught my attention. You know, like the fact that that Frank does the movies as well. I enjoy that. You know, there's there's a lot of different ways to discuss a movie and there's different points of views. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think I have a good enough point of view to do that full time, but I like seeing other people's, you know, visions of things. And Like I said at the opening, it's a filthy habit once you get into it. It really is. But... Yeah, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, uh, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. So what I'll do is, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll put the information out there and thank you so much. Let it rip. Cool. Thank you. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for checking in to Casual Nonsense. If you would, you know, be the best person ever and like this show, share, follow, whatever, and uh, stay casual. Casual.